Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. And on the line, we've got Director Ed Muchapilu, Attorneys Incorporated. Sepo Muchapilu, good morning and welcome to the takeoff. Good morning, Bongani, and good morning, Nala. Hey, hey. Um, how are you? No, we're good, man. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, from speaking to a lot of people, clearly we don't read contracts. And I think the one that I really want to start with is the verbal contract. Um, mm-hmm. Most insurance companies will, 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 will sign you, inverted commas, verbally, without actually giving you a physical contract. Does that stand when, when claims are involved and someone's liable for payment? Oh, that's a very... That's a very dangerous stance for the insurance companies to take, actually. Um, I'm not sure um, which insurance company that would be that actually be in trouble trouble with their ombudsman. But essentially, the um, credit agreements, especially for credit agreements, um, they have to be in writing. So we all know that you, you do have your verbal contracts, like you're saying, but they are hard to enforce because it then boils down to a he said, she said, and it, it is always advisable to whatever, in whatever situation you find yourself in, always reduce that conversation to writing because that writing or at least that reduction to writing will, say, will, will, will form part of what the parties have agreed on. So essentially, Pongani, we have to make sure that we enter into contracts and it's always a good idea to record them because the actual contract will then have the terms and conditions as to what you can and cannot do and also what your... Um, your recourse is in law if anything happens, as as it always does. Now, let's talk jargon. You know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that the reason why they don't read the contracts is because they don't understand the jargon. I mean, if you take like a, a typical work contract, it's mm-hmm. 21 pages. Uh, once you've read your date uh, of employment and when you get paid, all the other jargon doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do I do? So um, it, I, I think it's very important, and, and like you've stated when you started, it's very important that everyone reads through their contract. The reason being that there are specific terms that have specific meaning in a legal sense, and there are also some clauses in a contract that will actually um, stop your remedies, like stop you from actually approaching a court um, as a first matter or as a court of first instance, um, like your arbitration clause, for, in, for instance. You can find that in um, in whatever contract that you're signing, or let's let's rather focus then on the employment contract now. So in your employment contract, you might find that um, there are certain measures that you must take before you escalate this to the CCMA. Um, for instance, you you can find that a contract will state that you need to exhaust the internal remedies because there's a company policy and all of that. And if you mm. then approach um, another forum as a first instance, it then becomes a problem because you haven't um, adhered to the actual contractual stipulations. But essentially, Nebongani, we have to always be aware of the fact that you must read the contract. The contract will tell you exactly what you're going into. And when you sign, when you append your signature on any document, it is as if you are consenting to the whole document. So if you're not reading the whole document, you will be consenting to things that you do not know anything about. And you also be consenting to um, things that you could have had some sort of, 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 of 
aid in them where you are in essence basically then renegotiating the terms because it's always um, um, a renegotiation tactic if I, if, if I can put yeah. it like that. Yeah. So what are the buzzwords that we need to look out for? Because I, for one, read through contracts. I mean, I skim through them. I just look for buzzwords. Mm -hmm. What are these buzzwords that we need to look out for? Oh, um, it's very difficult to say what the buzzwords are. But I think a good place to start with any contract is the definitions clause. Um, You'd find that when you start the contract, it would have the parties. And then there is that definitions aside. Because that will give you specifically what specific words for that contract mean. And from there, then you need to obviously go to um, your... The whole contract is essentially important. It's very important. But um, I would advise against using the buzzwords here and there, but go through the whole contract so that you know and understand what the full extent of what you're getting yourself into entails. You'd find that some cell phone contracts, um, for example, they would say that um, after... Um, a certain uh, period, then there's an automatic renewal or all of that. Um, But you'd also need to be aware of those clauses. Is there an automatic renewal of the contract? Does the contract lapse? What does that mean for my business? What does that mean for the contract itself? And you make those determinations based on the whole contract. So it's very difficult to say, look out for one, two, one, two. But I would say that um, as, a, as a general, go through that definitions clause. And also the breach, because the breach clauses also give you the penalties that will be liable from that contract. Sepo, in 30 seconds, do you think that every contract, maybe work, car, home, needs to be looked at by a lawyer before being signed? Not necessarily. Um, the reason I say this is because some of them, they, they claim to be standard form, but the standard form only includes what, um, what they can and cannot do in terms of the legal route to follow. So not all contracts need to be reviewed by um, a, a, an attorney, but obviously because of the jargon in there, if you get put off by the jargon, that might be an option for you to consider. But importantly, um, any agreement that has to be in writing, there are certain um, contracts like the sale of immovable property, like the sale of land, they have to be in writing. So those contracts, I would urge people to actually consult and seek um, um, legal assistance on those just to get the final details. Sepo, thank you so much. As always, uh, lovely chatting to you. Um, that's the director of Muchapilo Attorneys Incorporated on the line, just uh, giving us some tips. And uh, if someone tries to talk to me, I will tell them, don't talk to me. Talk to Tsepo. Talk to my lawyer. <laughs> Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.